Thanks for tuning in. I want to welcome you back to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. And today, before I get right into our topic, I want to tell you about a very special announcement coming up. So on Friday, April 9th, from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., I will be hosting a virtual ladies prayer empowerment session. You do not want to miss this time. It is going to be phenomenal. I am so excited about what God is doing. So during this time, we're going to have an interactive Bible study. I'm going to do some Q and A's. It's going to be a powerful time of empowerment as we dig deeper into the word of God. So I want you to come hungry, come ready for what God wants to do in your life. It is going to be amazing. You can sign up on Eventbrite. You can find us at Prayer is Breathing. Also, the link will be in our Instagram bio and our Instagram page is Prayer is Breathing. All right, so make sure you go ahead and register. The class will be limited to about 20 women, so it's gonna be a fun, amazing, phenomenal time. You will also be able to click a link on our Facebook page or you can visit www.prayerisbreathing2021.eventbrite.com. Again, that's www.prayerisbreathing2021.eventbrite.com. All right, let's jump right into the word of God. Today, I'm gonna talk to you about seven benefits of the Holy Spirit, yes. So when Jesus was here, he told his disciples, he said, it's better for you that I go, that the Holy Spirit will come. Now, of course, when Jesus walked the earth, he was performing miracles, signs and wonders, laying hands on the sick, raising people from the dead. And so imagine being a disciple and Jesus telling them, it's better for you that I go. They were so filled with sorrow and sadness. But he said, when the Holy Spirit has come, he will lead you. He will guide you. And so today I want to talk to you about the spirit of truth because the Holy Spirit, he is the spirit of truth. So we're going to walk through seven points, seven benefits of the Holy Spirit. Let's start with John chapter 14, verse 16 and 17 says, and I will pray the father. And this is Jesus speaking. He says, and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever right? So he's not going to leave, leave us. He's going to abide with us forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him and he dwells with you and will be in you. So the first benefit of the Holy spirit is that he will be with you and dwell in you. So even on your roughest day as a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, you have to understand that you have the Holy spirit with you. Okay. And that is so powerful and life-changing because we have power. We have Christ. Christ is in us, the hope of glory, and he has sent his spirit. And so we walk at a level of authority and power that many times we are unaware of, or we do not realize. So remember that the Holy spirit, he will be with you. He will dwell in you. All right. Second thing I want you to understand about the Holy spirit is he will guide you into all truth. So let's look at John chapter 16, verse 13. All right. And John chapter 16, verse 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. How exciting is that? So he will tell you things to come. And so what happens when you have the spirit of truth, you are not easily prone to deception. And so the Bible talks about um, deception that will happen in the last days. And to me personally, it makes so much sense 
why the Holy Spirit of all things is referred to as the spirit of truth, because we need truth in this hour. And so we have to follow the truth and the leading of the Holy Spirit. All right. And then the third point is that he speaks the Holy Spirit. He speaks and he also teaches us. And so if we look at John chapter 14, verse 26, it says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So the Holy Spirit is a teacher. He's a helper. He's a comforter. He will also lead you into all truth. And so you have to understand how powerful it is that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of us. Okay. Fourth point is he will teach you things to come. He will tell you things to come. And this is where we get into prophecy. This is where we get into words of uh, wisdom. And so the Holy Spirit, he begins to tell us things to come. And so maybe you have dreams or maybe you have visions. Um, A lot of times in dreams or visions, you'll be able to see things before they have happened. And in prayer, that can be a warning and prayer. It can be God showing you his promises. There's so many things that God reveals to us by his spirit. When we are in tune with him, when we are listening to him, I'm a type of person where I used to have a ton of dreams, even as a little child. And I still do dream a lot. And so whether you dream or not, the Holy Spirit, he has a way of telling you things to come. And so when you listen for his voice, he will show you, he will tell you things to come. And so I don't know who this is for, but if you do have dreams, make sure you write those dreams down. Make sure you pray, make sure you get understanding as to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you in this hour. But trust that the office of the Holy Spirit He will tell you things to come. So we don't have to walk blindly. We don't always have to be caught off guard. And we have the ability to see things before they even happen or before they even manifest. All right. Also, the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of sin. So we see this in John 16, verse 8. I love the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, the more you become more mature in Christ and the deeper you get in your walk with God, you value conviction. You value when the Holy Spirit begins to tell you, hey, you shouldn't have said it like that, or you don't need to go here, or you feel this level of conviction. And I believe it's a very dangerous place when we are no longer convicted, right? So we have to have a level of sensitivity to the Holy Spirit where he's convicting us and he's showing us and he's leading us. And it says he will convict the world of sin. And so it says this, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me. So he also convicts sinners. He convicts people in the world because they do not believe in Christ. And so even in Christ, he convicts us as well so that we can be more like Christ. And then that leads me to our next point is that he will glorify me. This is what John 16, 14 says. He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. So here's one way to understand the Holy Spirit. And I want you to simply know this. If it doesn't bring glory to God, it is not the Holy Spirit, right? So that's a way to have a fact check because so many times you'll hear people say things or do things and really the glory is for themselves. It's not to glorify Jesus. And so if something does not glorify Christ, that's a clear sign. That's a clear signal that it is not the Holy Spirit leading you, 
right? So the Holy Spirit is not going to lead you to do things that go against the word of God and to do things that do not glorify God, but sometimes glorifies our flesh and our pride and all these other things. So we see that the Holy Spirit, he will glorify Jesus. And that's in John chapter 16, verse 14. We also see that in John chapter 15, verse 26. So in John chapter 15, verse 26, it says, but when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he will testify of me. So the Holy Spirit always testifies of Christ. What does that mean? That means that the Holy Spirit is always going to honor Jesus, is always going to bring to your remembrance the things that Jesus has spoken, because we see that the Holy Spirit does not speak on his own authority, but he speaks whatever he hears. And so, of course, we have the Godhead, which is Father, Son, and Spirit. And we see this here in this entire passage of John chapter 15, John chapter 16, where Jesus begins to introduce the Holy Spirit to his disciples. And so you see how that works. He's saying that he will leave so that the Holy Spirit will come. He's also referencing the Father. And so there you have the Godhead, Trinity, Father, Son, Spirit. All right. So he will be with you and dwell with you. He will convict you of sin. He speaks, he teaches, he will tell you things to come. I think we've covered about six points. I'm getting excited. And verse seven, he gives gifts. So we can get into the gifts of the Holy Spirit because that is so important even in prayer when you understand the gifts of the Spirit. And so 1 Corinthians chapter 12 breaks this down. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. And it simply says, it lists all the gifts of the Spirit, but it says to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same spirit to another, the working of miracles to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. I just want to share a quick uh, story, which was amazing to me, but there is the ability to speak in tongues. And I don't think we've covered that in depth on this podcast, but we definitely can. There's so much power when you're praying in the spirit. And so my personal testimony is that I did not grow up hearing a whole lot about the Holy Spirit. So that was a little bit uncomfortable for me and it may be uncomfortable for you, but I want to thank you for listening about the Holy Spirit because in this day and age, it's so important that you get understanding and that you get truth. And so I began to learn about the Holy Spirit when I went to a ministry when I was in college. And I desired to know God more. I desired to know God in a deeper way. And I remember one time being at a teen camp. I was working with teens and I was at a teen camp and I had been desiring the gift of the Holy Spirit and evidence of speaking in tongues. Right. And so in that prayer meeting, in that time, um, the Lord, he gifted me with the gift of speaking in tongues. And it was such a powerful day. I still remember it was July 23rd, 2006. And so it was just a very, very powerful move of God. And that was not something that I grew up knowing about or reading about or referencing. But I want to tell you that the power of God is real and the gifts of the spirit, they are also real. And so I would encourage you to not just shut them out just because you don't understand or because you feel uncomfortable. I want to encourage you to at least study 1 Corinthians chapter 
chapter 12. And sometimes you may have certain gifts that you're not aware that the Holy Spirit has given you those gifts. And so when I was young, I, I would dream a lot and God would show me things to come. I would have very prophetic dreams. And now I know that that's the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so one time also, this is the story I wanted to get into. I was in, uh, I was on a missions trip in college and people were praying in tongues and praying in the spirit. And one young lady there, this was one of the very few times I've seen this gift. She began to interpret the gift of tongues. And so she began to say and interpret what people were saying while they were speaking in tongues. Now, this is very much biblical because we see this here in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 10. It says, and different kinds of tongues to another, the interpretation of tongues. And so sometimes certain people, they will have that gift of interpretation and be able to interpret when somebody is praying in the spirit. All right. So we're going to get more into the gifts of the spirit when we discuss prayer and how this works, because when God by his spirit reveals something to you that is to come, you can pray into that. You can pray if it's something that may not be favorable. You can pray for the mercy of God. You can pray that God will have mercy. Right. We see that a lot of times where God will show you something and you can pray and, and really intercede on someone's behalf and watch God shift the entire situation. Also, when God shows you something prophetically, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's that you'll have children one day, maybe it's what type of job or career you should take. When God shows you that, you can continue to pray in agreement and faith and say, God, I believe. I see what you're showing me and I believe it and I'm going to continue in prayer and continue in faith. And so God does that as well. He shows us things that are to come. And 1 Corinthians chapter 14 tells us, that we should desire spiritual gifts. So we see that in 1 Corinthians 14, verse one, and Paul in 1 Corinthians verse 13, of course, we know that as the chapter of love and love is patient, love is kind, but he starts that chapter off and he says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. So he brings it all back to love. It's not just about gifts and what we can do, but it's about love. But I love how he references the gift of prophecy, letting us know that there are gifts of the spirit. And so I just want to bring that to your intention at your attention as you're going deeper in God, that God is doing a new thing in this season. And I want you to be fully aware of whatever it is that he is trying to show you, whatever it is that he wants to open your eyes to see that you will be fully in tune with him. And sometimes we have to be very intentional about cutting out distractions, turning off social media, just getting into a quiet place, getting into a secret place and saying, God, I don't want to miss you. I want all that you have for me. I want your power. I want to see your glory. One of my favorite verses was when Moses told the Lord, he said, please show me your glory. And so I don't know about you, but I want to see the glory of God in this year. I want to see the glory of God and the power of God. And I want to be led by the Holy Spirit because he is the spirit of truth. And we have the promise 
of the Holy Spirit. So I want to say a prayer with you. God, I thank you for every person that is listening. I pray, God, that you would continue to move in our lives, God. Stir up the gift of faith on the inside of us. Let us realize that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I thank you that you did not leave us forsaken. You did not leave us as orphans, but you sent your spirit. And so, God, we choose your word. We choose your power. We choose, oh God, to walk wholeheartedly after you. And Lord, I pray right now that you will open up our eyes to see what you are showing us, God. And I thank you right now for every person listening. I pray that you will continue to take us deeper in prayer. God, show us, reveal to us more of you. And I pray against every hardened heart, God, that has gotten caught up with the busyness of the, this life and the cares of this world. God, have mercy on us that we will never leave our first love because it's all about you. And so, God, we set our affections on things above, not on things of this earth. We put our eyes and our attention on you, God, that you would have your way and that we would see your glory and your power. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the power of God to trample on heads of serpents and scorpions and every evil thing. Oh God, we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at prayers breathing. Also, if you have any prayer requests, you can send those prayer requests to prayersbreathing at gmail.com. Also, I am introing, introducing a prayer is breathing email list. So if you need prayers or encouragement, I want to encourage you to sign up for our email list. And that will also be found in the link of our Instagram bio. So you can check that out. If you need any Christian apparel, feel free to go to awakechristianclothing.com. That's awakechristianclothing.com. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to tune back in next week.